Welcome back to another Eat Speed podcast, the most delicious ho 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 podcast in the Metroplex. I'm Bud Kennedy. I'm Robert Philpott. And Steve Wilson. Welcome to our Christmas week edition. We're going to talk about places that are open and places that are new and places that are fun and uh, places that are festive for Christmas and for the holidays. And uh, But then we're going to talk about a lot of good things like pies and tamales and kind of, you know, important information you need to know for the holiday season. Robert, what's your, uh, have you done your Christmas shopping? Just don't do that much Christmas shopping anymore. All the nieces and nephews have grown up. I don't have kids. My wife and I buy books for each other all the, or, or buy all the time. We're hard to buy for because we buy for ourselves. <laughs> oh, okay. What about Steve? Steve, this is what's called the happy talk banner, you know, part oh. of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, yeah, we buy our own stuff too. <laughs> yeah, we're just a bunch of selfish people. <laughs> all right. Well, then let's just talk about what we really know a lot about, which is feeding ourselves then. so mm-hmm. uh, And I'm just looking over the list. I mean, Robert, I know you have this big list of Christmas Eve dinners and specials and all the places run. I mean, I try to focus just on what's if you're desperate on Christmas Day. And there's a lot of reasons that people go to a restaurant on Christmas Day. And one is that, that if you've had some change in plans, if a family member didn't make it in, if somebody came down sick, if you know, if you're if if the turkey fell out of the oven door and landed on the floor and skidded out the door, if you were making ham or duck, and and uh, the dog ran off with the duck or something like that. And there are all kinds of reasons that you go out to a restaurant. So the, the list of restaurants on Christmas Day is always kind of thin. Or if the neighbor's four bloodhounds ran off with a duck and you have to wind up uh, you know, eating Chinese food like in A Christmas Story. Your neighbor has four, four bloodhounds? Uh, no, but uh, Darren McGavin's in A Christmas Story did. Well, then let's talk about that first because that's really what people want to know because the Chinese food's pretty important because um, – the, first, uh, first Chinese barbecue. First Chinese barbecue yeah. open lunch and dinner. They they are open 365 days a year. Okay, and <laughs> what do you need to know about First Chinese? Uh, that uh, it's uh, cash only. Cash only. <laughs> That's exactly right. Cash only. It's like Joe T's. Bring <laughs> bring your cash. Go go to the ATM. The ATM will be open on Christmas. Time. I think you need to specify that this is not an ordinary Chinese restaurant. There is <laughs> something. There is a lot of stuff going on here. It, it has some of the normal stuff too, but it uh, you know basically. Uh, does have the uh, ducks hanging up uh, like in Christmas Carol or, or a story, I guess, uh, and uh, you know, big uh, side of uh, of pork that uh, they roasted pork that they start at the bottom and just start cutting it up, you know. And but the holiday theme's pretty thin. It's, it's yeah. basically the Chinese food. Yeah, it is. Although uh, I've been there before during holidays, and you'll see like a holiday pig with an apple in it or something that somebody had ordered. This is sounding better. Now, do you go to the Haltom City or the Arlington or which one? Uh, the Haltom City one. Haltom City. Robert, is that the one you go to? I I. I I remember going with Amy Culbertson on a Christmas. As, as you might imagine, when you're married to a vegetarian, yeah, you, you don't, don't go, go to, to a place where there's sticking Sorry, apples and Never mind. Spaces. That's right, where there's ducks hanging around. The uh, And also, Howard Wang's China Bistro in Southlake will be open Christmas night, not Christmas Day. And is it Raw Sushi, R.A. Sushi? I say Raw. Raw, raw Sushi in Southlake is open for Christmas dinner. Probably many um, Asian restaurants and, of course, some of the uh, – so also, some of the real interior Mexico restaurants and Tex-Mex restaurants are open. Uh, you know, Los Osaderos is always open on North Main. Amy's next door. So you have two restaurants to choose from just in the 1500 block of North Main, which when people ask, where's the best Mexican food in Fort Worth? I always say the 1500 block of North Main. There's about seven restaurants there that are all great, and two of them are open on Christmas. Um, La Tortolandia in South Fort Worth is open, Fuel City Tacos, and, and then like for regular restaurants, uh, you, Robert, you were talking about the, the Humperdinck's Buffet. 
Well, Humperdinck's buffet is one of the more it's affordable. It's not a buffet, sorry, menu. It's a, it's a, it's kind of a big thing. It's it's a, um, as they put it, their uh, annual Christmas Day feast. This is oven roasted turkey, house made stuffing and gravy, mashed potatoes, sweet yams, green beans, almondine, cranberry sauce, and pecan or pumpkin pie, served family style. Twenty one ninety nine for adults for a lot of food. Eleven ninety nine for children six six to twelve. Free for children five and under. And there will be a that's um, um, there also be a Christmas Day menu featuring steak, seafood, and more. Oh, um, they have a regular menu too. They have yeah. their, Chris, their turkey menu and their regular menu. Well, that sounds good compared to the three big numbers I'm going to throw out here: sixty eight, seventy five, and ninety five. Those are the prices for the three big hotel buffets, the big lavish holiday buffets. Sixty eight dollars at the Omni downtown in the ballroom which looks positively cheap compared to $75 for the Riverwalk Cantina at the Gaylord Texan. I mean, you've got to really want to see that ice show. you know. That's mm-hmm. And they didn't even send us a menu. If it you're not said, staying at the Gaylord, you kind of have to really want to go to the yeah, Gaylord. You know, they didn't even send us a menu. It just says it'll be a lavish buffet, a whole buffet of lavish. That's really pretty there at the Gaylord. It's yeah. beautiful. <laughs> it's, be- it's, it's beautiful, and I don't mean to, <laughs> to diss them. I'm just not sure the buffet is worth $75. Mm-hmm. You but should the Omni just go buffet, walk around. The Omni buffet is a huge Om- buffet. The Omni buffet is excellent. They have... You know, sushi, they have about 12 desserts. It's a great buffet for the price. And then the Four Seasons Resort in Irving's the next closest one, $95. And they have all these things readers ask about, like beef wellington, roast chicken, sea bass. I mean, it's a real, you know, five-star food um, holiday buffet. So th- those are all the big Christmas Day buffets. Mercury Chop House is open. Ruth's Chris is open. So there are a few restaurants open. Uh, choose carefully and consult dfw.com. I think uh, one of the ones I was looking at is uh, Bird Cafe, the Sundance Square Plaza restaurant. They open at night on Saturday. They're open 5 o'clock on Christmas Eve and uh, Christmas night. And right on South, uh, Sundance Square Plaza with the big Fort Worth Christmas tree, there's usually a nice little crowd there depending on the weather. Um, if you get good Christmas Eve, Christmas night weather, you're going to get a good crowd on Sundance Square Plaza. Uh, $75 uh Four-course dinner with an amuse-bouche of smoked cheddar, espuna, Tabasco cracker, and house pickle. I think that sounds are, interesting enough. I don't right know. There. That's that's good, but I think people are out of money by Christmas night. I don't know anybody who has seventy-five dollars left. People like us who just buy things for ourselves. <laughs> the uh, when I did check about uh, Christmas Eve, and I checked at kind of the big Christmas spectacle restaurant in DFW, and uh, between Arlington and Fort Worth on three hundred three, there's this. Tex-Mex restaurant, well, it's really kind of southwestern Arizona Mex, named La Copa Campo Verde. La Copa Campo Verde is completely covered in lights. Every inch of the restaurant is covered in Christmas lights. I mean, the lights are covered with lights. (laughs) I cannot begin to tell you that this, walking into Campo Verde is like walking into a a hallucination. Uh, There are light stores that don't have as many lights as Campo Verde. And they string more every year. It's become a Christmas spectacle. And I hear that this year has been one of their busiest years. They said that the crowds start forming for dinner. The line starts about 4.30 in the afternoon. It's open till 9 at night, 10 on weekends. On Christmas Eve, it'll be open until 9. And they said to try to come during the day that the line on Christmas Eve night is particularly long because people want to come celebrate Christmas Eve at, at Campo Verde. There, there's video of this on the Eats Beat. 
Twitter on the Eight Speed Twitter. Are we going to have? Are we going to have that on uh, Start Telegram and as well? We'll, I, I, I want to try to get a formal. Uh, uh, that was kind of my little amateur phone video. I might try to get somebody who actually knows how to shoot video <laughs> to go out and shoot video at at, uh, at Campo Verde. Have Steve's you ever right been? here. <laughs> Steve, have you been to Campo Verde? No, I haven't. Have you, what, do you, what do you think about going? That sounds sounds nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, it's it's kind of a dream, Robert. You have it's you, been ages, but I've been there. Yeah, you know? it's it's well, they've added more lights since the last time you went, so it's. It's kind of the big spectacle restaurant. So, uh, so we talked about Chinese, and then we talked about uh, regular Christmas buffets. What uh, what else is coming up in the next week that people need to talk about? I've got a couple of food items in mind, but well, um, we we talked. Uh, we've been talking about the uh, the food hall at Crockett Row, which is um, finally uh, wide open. Um, it was soft opening last week. Did a grand opening in, on the on the, the weekend, the first weekend of December. And uh, I think all of us have gone since it opened. And um, Steve and I separately were there on Sunday afternoon with our wives. We yeah. just we didn't yeah. cross over each other. But um, I heard we just missed each other. Yeah, and uh, we. So when when it was in the preview stage, I was curious what it would be like on a weekend because Legacy Hall in Plano is overwhelming on a weekend. This food hall, I didn't feel like it was overwhelming. There was a good amount of people there. It wasn't packed. It was seating. It was easy enough to find a seat or you find mm-hmm. a seat at the bar. Um, you can go to whichever little restaurant um, stand you want to go to, take your food to the bar, order a drink at the bar. Right now the bar is pretty basic cocktails and pretty basic um, uh, beer lineup. But the bartender told us that they will have more local taps and more, t- more cocktails as it goes along. Yeah, we're talking about the food hall at Crockett Road, right, new in right, the uh, – yeah. West 7th area at uh, Norwood and Crockett. Right. So uh, Steve and I, um, even though we weren't there at the same time, wound up going to the same place, Abe Froman's uh, um, of Fort Worth, which is a pizza place. Well, they, you know, when we did the preview, it wasn't open. You know, right. They, they had the gas problem. So that was one of the things I hadn't tried yet. So I definitely wanted to try it. And he has some interesting pizzas. Um, yeah, Victor. Yeah. Uh, Victor Villarreal, who's a mm-hmm. longtime Fort Worth chef. Um, the... Um, the signature pizza is a, a sausage pizza with a it's it says stuffed crust, but it's more like the crust is kind of folded back. It's like to, a crust in a calzone and a pizza. Yeah, right? I, that's a good description <clears throat> of it. Um, and I, I thought that pizza was very good. Um, and my wife had a, a vegetarian pizza that was uh, an unusual combination of uh, the two things I remember on it were goat cheese and blueberries. Mm-hmm. And it almost sounds like a dessert pizza, but it did have a savory uh, aspect to it. Well, the, now, how is the sausage? Because Abe Froman is the sausage it, king it was, of Chicago. It was good sausage. And there was some fruit on the, the sausage one, too. There was a pear preserve on it. That's, that's right, yeah. So yeah, um, so. so he's, he's doing some some adventurous things. Um, yeah, and, uh, and, my wife had a mushroom pizza, so... You know, when we were, you know, and, and Shelly and I went, too, and it was, it was comfortably busy, but not overly crowded. Um, the, you know, some of the busy places were like the cupcakes and Henry's ice cream stand, um, the Gigi's, not Gigi's, uh, uh, yeah, it is Gigi's, Gigi's cupcakes. Yeah. And, uh, then, uh, you know, Shelly had the, the roasted corn, uh, with a like a little roasted corn salad with pulled chicken. Uh, it was really good. And uh, I'll tell you, I mean, I, I did not expect much of, a of, uh, I call it truck park. It's a truck park without trucks, but I did not expect much of food hall barbecue and the smoked chicken from the barbecue shop was excellent. He had so. some good brisket on the preview night. He didn't have a whole lot of, uh, to offer on the mm-hmm. preview night, but he had some good brisket. Yeah, so I, I think it's going to shape up well, and it's starting to draw 
the kind of and just the kind of crowd there was people hanging out and it was not uh it, it was not expensive it was uh you know it was all reasonably priced it was a good value and kind of a good mingle see and be seen place on crockett row uh so the uh henry's ice cream um I was, aware of, I was aware that Gigi's was there. I had not noticed the Henry's. Gigi's serves Henry's ice okay. cream, and that's a, a very important. That like a that's like tripled my interest in Gigi's because cupcakes I think are kind of over, but Gigi's had these great brownies. They may have been made with the Ciardelli, just a great chocolate brownie served with that Henry's ice cream from Plano, which is the best super premium ice cream. That's a commercial product. I mean, you can go to like Melt and get a a good ice cream, but Henry's is what's served in all the high-end steakhouses. It's the definitive super premium ice cream for this area. And uh, Gigi's had uh, cinnamon, which is Henry's best flavor. They had vanilla and chocolate. They had uh, they had chocolate mint and cookie dough, and uh, and I'm, I'm forgetting the other. But they had a really good selection of Henry's. So the uh, the uh, brownie with Henry's on it was a really good dessert. This uh, I, I've actually driven out to the Henry's in Plano when I did one I of have my, too. my ice cream stories that I seem to assign myself every Back year. Back when there was a Ben and Jerry's nearby and Henry's put them out. And it, it makes me want to put in a plug for um, mm-hmm. Melt, which is doing some seasonal flavors. They had a really nice hot chocolate and um, marshmallow. He has a hot chocolate flavored ice cream, which is a little weird, but uh, it, it does have the flavor of a hot chocolate. It's just not hot. And it has the marshmallows in it to give that little aspect to it. And... Uh, I believe Gypsy Scoops on Race Street. And uh, a couple of weeks ago, we talked about um, some areas where construction is sort of uh, getting in the way of business. And Race Street was another place uh, where it was kind of hard to get to to things like Needy Donuts and uh, um, Tributary Cafe and um, Gypsy Scoops. But I think the, the construction has lightened up a little bit. Uh, and I believe she's doing some seasonal flavors too. So um, you can... We're talking about Christmas Day and Christmas Eve, but you can all, you can find a lot of um, Christmas-oriented stuff at um, places, um, proper cocktail bar on um, well, East, Mag- East Magnolia cocktails. is yeah. right now doing Miracle where they're doing yeah. Christmas cocktails. It's a, a national thing. They were one of the first bars in Texas it's a, to it's do a, it last year. a New York year. promotion, but yeah. they do it across the country. Right. The, last year they did it, and they were one of the first bars in Texas to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're doing it again this year. And... Uh, uh, you go in, Proper is a really unpretentious cocktail bar. You go in, it's got this festive Christmassy atmosphere, and they have all these Christmassy drinks. Um, and a lot of um, a lot of the restaurants are just doing special Christmas cocktails, too. So it seems to be a, a kind of a run on peppermint schnapps at this type of year. I, I, I got that. That's really good. And you can go to uh, Fixture or Spice and and uh, go and, and have your Christmas cocktails, too. And they, they're having some construction issues there, too, because of the, some apartments oh, are going apartments up next door. Nearby, and, yeah, and, and, and um, yeah. taking up some of the yeah. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to back up for just a second. I just read the Melt menu, and they have a, an ice cream flavor called Rudolph's Dreams. It's dark chocolate and coconut milk, um, vegan, with and it's also got uh, tart cranberry jam. So it's chocolate... <laughs> Cranberry jam, coconut milk ice cream. That sounds really good. And their so. vegan ice cream is good. Yeah. I've had some of their flavors. Uh, yeah. Just tried them out, and uh, and I was surprised it was vegan. Okay, it's we've a, gotten completely the, uh, the person on you're ice cream, the person you're least likely to hear vegan is good at this table is Steve. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I've got the sweet tooth, and I, I tend to go to Melt and and Gypsy Scoops a lot. Um, uh, there's a a place that I have not been to, but you may have been to it. Almost Spalateria. 
Uh, almonds is really good, and those paletas are very good. Uh, I, I have to admit, I mean, Shelly and I chose our house because it was close to Curly's Custard on Camp Bowie. So, you know, the fact I mean, we will tend to be watching TV at night and you know, look up the clock and go, oh, my gosh, there's only 10 minutes left to get Curly's. And so one of us will make a mad dash down and, and get in line for the pumpkin Curly's or the uh, or the the chocolate mint curlies or one of the special flavors. We had those with uh, Woolies in North Fort Worth. We had similar experiences, and now that there's an Andy's frozen custard, um, I'm worried about Woolies because Andy's gets crowds, but and they're open later. Okay, so cr- maybe ice cream should be a part of Christmas tradition. I don't think it's identified that way, but I think good ice cream should be part of it. And then a couple of other places. Um, and of course, I'm going to re- forget the names of these places, but the uh, the Mexican ice cream places in on Belknap. Uh, there's one on Belknap, and there's another one that's kind of hidden away uh, in Haltom City as you make the turn from Belknap to 377. Bud is looking this. Bud up Kennedy right frantically googles. Paletas, Haltom City, Alados Azteca. Yeah, that place is, both Azteca, those places are great. Which has all these like weird off the wall flavors that are beautiful and really good. And when you when you go in and you, you, you see an ice cream that's labeled queso, you think, I don't want ice cream that tastes like queso, but of course it's really cheesecake flavor. So it's, you know, I mean, there, there's so much that's really good. So um, Elados Azteca on Izel Street in Haltom City, if you know where the you're going to show you where I do my shopping. If you know where the Aldi is <laughs> in Haltom City, Azel like turns out at the light the opposite direction to the east of the Aldi. So, and there there's a similar one at, uh, and it's got a similar name too. Uh, that but it's not related. It's it's on Beach. It's um, at the intersection of Beach and Belknap in the very large shopping center where Thai Charm, Too High, a few other places are. It's toward the... Um, There's a Paletas in there, too? I didn't yeah, know that. It's okay. toward the uh, eastern end of the, the shopping center, right as it kind of veers back toward Belknap. I never get past the Thai food there, but I'll, I'll look for that next time. So you have to go to either Belknap or Seminary for your good Paletas. Well, now you could put the ice cream, the Christmas ice cream, with your Christmas pie and cake. And, you know, I, I, I do want to mention that a lot of the pie bakers, the ones that aren't just totally in, in totally exhausted after Thanksgiving... You know, the pie bakers are gearing up for Christmas. Uh, Sweet Lucy's Pies is at the Clear Fork Farmer's Market on Saturday mornings. Uh, we're uh, the, the week that we're doing this, uh, the Black Rooster and Lunchbox are having a Saturday, September 15th, uh, kind of a December holiday. 15th. December 15th. Sorry about that. December 15th holiday tasting to show off them, some of their pies and cakes and tarts. Uh, the Black Rooster and the Lunchbox are together in the 6333 Camp Bowie Shopping Center, and they tend to kind of, they're, they're slowly mingling the two, and you can get your lunchbox sandwich on Black Rooster wheat bread and things like that now. But they'll have a tasting on Saturday. Uh, all the great other pie places, the Paris Coffee Shop and Carson's and Dixie House, they'll all have plenty of pie orders. At Christmas, people tend to order chocolate pies, cherry pies. Uh, I think uh, Sweet Lucy's has a, a cranberry sour cherry pie that's popular, and people get buttermilk. Um, the pie is, obviously, there's less pumpkin. You can't sell a pumpkin. As Hans at Swiss Pastry said, you can't sell a pumpkin after Christmas. So, But, the, uh, but uh, you know, people tend to put in their pie orders. So we have ice cream and pie. And then um, I was going to mention tamales. Is there, like, a quick thing about where to get tamales? Uh, the first place that comes to my mind is uh, the 
Tommy Tamale and Grapevine, uh, which I, I bring up because I think it's just a bit of an underrated place. Tommy Tamale was actually one of the contestants this week in the Channel 8 WFAA Tamale Throwdown. And so uh, there were seven local tamale shops from Dallas and Fort Worth, some of the great uh, legends like Luna's and some of the uh, some of the new uh, tamale shops like Mariposa's. And they all gathered together at Lee Harvey's in Dallas, and they had a, a panel of 15 tamale judges that wow. went through two rounds of tamale tasting to see who could do the best. Uh, that will be on Channel 8 on uh, on December 21st, Friday, December 21st. They will crown the winner of the tamale throwdown. And I so, can, so, they're actually so how many tamales a, did you eat? Uh, well, I, let's see. There were seven tamale shops and two rounds. So I ate a, I ate a total of nine tamales. So mm-hmm. uh, I didn't quite hit a dozen, which I have been known to throw back a dozen if they're uh-huh. good. But the, mm-hmm. but the uh, but you know we all had nine tamales, and the judges did deem a winner. And Channel Eight WFAA verified David Schechter will reveal the winner on the twenty first. So is Karen, this going to be Karen, on, is this going to be on a newscast or is it a primetime special? This, <laughs> this, <laughs> this should be like American Idol or something where mm-hmm. they have the tamale winner. And after the first round, you know I said that the the, the uh, the tamale shops that didn't take, the, that didn't make the finals, that we should just stand up and say, "Take your husks and go." Mm-hmm. You know, but the, <laughs> but the, you know, there, there were. I can only tell you that Tarrant County was well represented, and Tarrant County um, did, uh, you know, had a, had a good showing. So now there was a place you brought up in the last podcast where you could get. An incredible amount of tamales for uh, twelve dozen for, for, for thirty thirty five bucks. Yeah, ten ten a case. Uh-huh. Rodriguez Foods was an entry in the contest. Interesting. So they actually uh, and they certainly are the best value I know anywhere in tamale. Rodriguez Foods is a wholesale um, food factory on the north mm-hmm. side, but during the month of December, they're licensed to sell to the public, mm-hmm. and so you can buy a case of tamales. Pork tamales are $30. Beef tamales are $35 for 10 dozen. It's in dozen. And you can take them and give them to your friends for Christmas or put them under the tree or feed them to your Weimaraner or whatever you want to do. But the, it is you know, the best deal in tamales, and it's so popular that there are usually lines out the door, and there are other people coming by, and people are like scalping tamales. People are coming out saying, hey, uh, yo, I'll take 50 for my case, you uh-huh. know, so you won't have to wait in line. But Rodriguez Foods is at... 28th Street in Decatur on the north side, and that's a, a good tamale for the price. Uh, the other, everybody else's tamales get up 12 and $15 a dozen. We, we, had a, we had to persuade our editor who comes from, the, uh, from uh, originally Philadelphia and Buffalo and has lived in the Midwest. We had to persuade him to have a tamale party so that he can discover the joys of Fort Worth tamales. I think that's right. And then we could introduce him to the schools of tamales, the the um, the artisan, the hot damn tamales, and all the the, uh, the nouveau tamales, and then the older traditional tamales too. But you know, I, I think by this time, by the time you hear this podcast, you should already have consumed at least one dozen tamales this month. If you have not, then you are not really in the Texas spirit, and you really need to get with it on your tamale consumption. Okay, well, um, we will uh, skip. A few days, and we'll be back with you after Christmas. We'll tell you all about uh, New Year's. And until then, uh, we'll say Feliz Navidad. I'm Bud Kennedy. I'm Robert Philpott. And Steve Wilson. Wilson.